Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this week we are talking about X-Men vs. Street Fighter for the arcades. And it's episode 70? Wow! Wow, we got to 70 episodes, that's incredible! This week I am joined by Chris Copleen from the Retro Hangover Podcast. He is one of our mainstays and one of our main contributors, which I'm always very grateful for. Yes, X-Men vs. Street Fighter. This was the time where Capcom decided, you know what? We've got this, we've got the X-Men, we've got the Street Fighter series. Fuck it. Just put them together. Let's just see what happens. And it was actually the start of the Marvel vs. Capcom venture. Uh, we didn't get like to the big one of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. That was essentially the fourth one down the line. This essentially can be seen as the first one. The second one being Marvel vs. Street Fighter. And the third one, Marvel vs. Capcom. Then Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, etc. And... I got to have a good go of this over on Fight K2, had an absolute blast, and Chris wanted to do this show. We recorded this quite a while ago, but considering now Street Fighter 6 is now out, it's time to do some Street Fighter, because yes, we all know I love my fighting games, don't we? And yeah, as I said, I'm loving Street Fighter 6 so far, it's been an absolute blast, so it's going to be Street Fighter this week, possibly Street Fighter next week, and I don't know, maybe Street Fighter, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how it all plans out, really. But if you are here just for the talk of X-Men vs. Street Fighter, maybe go about half an hour down the line, 40 minutes, and we'll get to the chat with Chris. We're going to play with a bit of an introduction first because we like to have some fun on this show, don't we? We like to cover questions, we like to do the news, play some games, so stick around if you want to. But first of all, I've got to do the plug because, yes, we have to to pay the bills around here. Wherever you're listening to this, please give it a five-star review. Please follow and it really helps because obviously get our numbers up and wherever you're listening to this please give us that five star review and please share on your socials when i post them up on twitter and on instagram if you want to help support the show financially you can do on patreon.com forward slash retro wars where for one dollar each month you get access to your own show called dlc it could be top tens modern day game reviews or gaming events and this week is a bit of a sneak peek it's episode 43 where i discuss my my Made that very clear. My top 10 women in gaming. In number four. from Final Fantasy X. What an absolute character she is. She is on a journey to save the world. She's on a quest her father has made, but she knows what lies at the end of that quest. It is a beautiful, beautiful story where sometimes Tidus can be considered just a joint protagonist alongside her. And that was episode 43. We're talking about the top 10 women in gaming. Now, next week, as it probably will be more Street Fighter, we're going to be talking about the top 10 fighting game guest characters. No, we're not looking at... Well, we might look at Smash Brothers. I don't know. I need to have a little think about that. Now, to also let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month will go to a UK charity called Get More Gamers, which helps support games and consoles to around 150 children's wards across the UK. 
So far, we've raised over $40, which I know isn't much, but I hope one day we can make this grow over time, and I'd love to get to the stage where we can donate games and consoles. Additionally, if I get to 1,000 YouTubes using the Wretched Wars YouTube link, I will start donating 5% of any income made from that as well. If you do have any old games you want to donate, please go to the link directly rather than sell them. I understand that there's expensive ones, but if you've got ones you just think, oh, it's not worth much, please donate them to the charity. That'd be absolutely fantastic. Now, what else do you get for your money? Well, you get the chance to access to our Discord, you get a chance to message me one-on-one, -on -one, and you can take part in all our little guest segments of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comments on the game of the week, and give me a chance to butcher your names. All right, there is the plug. Let's get into our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can pretty much ask me whatever you want and I'll do my best to answer. So first Captain N says, Danny, you say you hate the Saturn. I do. But we all know you secretly you are a slut for the system with rings. No. N no, I'm not. Shush. But let me ask a question. Before that, and on a serious note, happy birthday to your mum from a Canadian. Yes, it was my mother's 70th birthday. Only at seven. I should have said that. Mum, why couldn't you have been born a week later? God's sake, yes, she was 70 last week, and I, as a nice son, got her tickets and a three-cost meal to go see the King and I in a theatre in Manchester. So I can't obviously be there, which is a bit of a shame, because I live here in Australia, but she was very happy with that. Because when she was younger, she actually starred in The King of I. She was Anna, so she's very happy that I got her those. So sorry, yes, thank you, Captain N. I really appreciate it. That's very nice of you. Um, he says, after X-Men vs. Street Fighter, what Saturn game are you going to be playing next? Congrats to Chris for tricking you into this one. No, he didn't trick me into this one at all. At all. Yes, I know X-Men vs. Street Fighter came out for the Saturn. It also came out for the PlayStation. It was dreadful. But it came out for the Saturn as the main console home port. And yes, it's the better version. But I'm not talking about the Saturn. I'm talking about... And I kept my... Literally, I'm not even going near that console. I talked about Fight K2. Yeah. So I played it on that. Not your stinking Saturn. And the thing is, what Saturn game are you going to play next? Well, guess what? I've already recorded Marvel Street Fighter. And again, that falls under the same bracket. We've played Lunar, which has been recorded. Yes, Lunar has been played. And guess what? Chris was saying, it's on the Saturn. You played the Saturn version. No, I didn't. I played the PSP version. I will do everything I can to avoid playing that console. Just, and I keep mentioning this for anyone new. Just because you can jump from, you look at one podcast and try and infest that. And then you think, oh, I'll jump over to another little podcast and try and infest that. No, you can't go to podcast to podcast infesting it with your disgusting Sega Saturn. Shit, when, this, when we get to 100 Patreon members, I release the t-shirt that I've got the design for of you Saturnians. And I swear to God, you all of you will buy that immediately. You will be buying that with pride. I guarantee it. It's going to be a real... I've already got the design done. I just want to get to 100 Patreons first because I don't want to... I want to ease into all this sort of stuff. Don't want to blow my load. You know, and I, that, that is, we're, putting that, we're keeping that in. Don't objection me with that shite. No, keeping it in. But thank you, Captain Ed, for your question. Keith Gasper says, Hey, Danny, if you had to pick a console to put a ring on it, which one would you be? And straight away, do not link that to the Saturn. Do not be linking that to your stupid Sega Saturn. 
oh, which one am I going to be putting a ring on it? Um, to be honest, probably my, my Nintendo Switch. I, I love my Nintendo Switch. It has been one of the greatest consoles ever. Like, I'm always a glutton for handhold and consoles. Have been for a long time, but the game, this console, the fact I can play my old GameCube, so say GameCube, I can play my old Game Boy Advance N64. The titles available on the Switch are just getting better and better and better. I know we are getting now to the end of the Switch's lifestyle, but it has been an amazing console. I carry it around with me pretty much wherever I go. And what does that tell you? It is, I, I don't even play it on the TV. I never play my Switch on the TV. I've never seen it as that sort of console. That's always been my PlayStation console. But I've got two toasters because I have two tablets. And don't call me bougie for having two tablets. I got one when it first came out, and I got a Switch OLED for my birthday, and I cried because I was that grateful. Shut up. I'm not bougie. Far from it, as I said. I'm not like some other members of this Patreon who have about six consoles when they're just having nappies. They know who they are. <laughs> but yeah, Keith, it's definitely going to be my GameCube. No, fuck's sake, I've done that. It's a, that's it. What is it, the conditioning uh, Freudian slip? No, it is going to be my Nintendo Switch. I'm looking at my GameCube now, and I'm so happy to have my GameCube. But at the moment, I've been playing my PS5 in the evenings and then playing my Nintendo Switch at work or whenever I get a chance, just because I've got some games on at the moment. So it's been great. But thank you, Keith. I appreciate the question. Chris Copleen says, Chuck Smutty Sloppy Dud, why is the 4MB RAM cart better than... Oh, here we go. I know where he's going with this. Why is the 4MB RAM cart better than anything the PS1 offered for their puny fighting game system? Seems appropriate this week. We all know you want to grab a Saturn right now. Just fuck off. Or you can PS1 this. Let's pretend Fightgate gets um, basically a cease and desist or sued by Nintendo. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm surprised Fightgate hasn't. Hasn't had that. Like the amount of games that are on that that system, how has it not been pulled? <laughs> you go on it. I love Fight K two. If you were into your fighting games, go on there and you can play literally most three two D fighting games perfectly, absolutely perfectly, and they're great. The Tekken's aren't on there, which is a bit of a shame. Maybe that'll be in the future games. But if you want the Marvelous Capcom twos, anything like that, they're there. Street Fighter three, they're there. It's great. Um, ooh, I don't want to pretend that. That's not good. <sighs> the thing is, he's annoyingly, he's kind of right, which is annoying, because the Saturn version is so much better than the PS1 version. But uh, can I get around this? Can I? Get... Yeah, probably, because I don't play it. If... I, yeah, I can get around this, you bastard, because if the game, you know, if that the 5K is gone, it's got sued, I'll just get a Dreamcast, because I'll just play Mob vs. Capcom 2 on there. Uh, or I'll buy a PlayStation 2. Uh, because Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is a better game. Uh, suck it. Suck it. I don't have to get your stupid satin. He said, also, whose thighs are crushing your head like a melon? Cam Lee, Cammy. Cammy, Chun Lee, Melina, or Zangief? Cammy. Cammy, Cammy, Cammy. All day long, Cammy. Cammy. Ah, Cammy. Yeah, moving on. Um, Raging Demon says, how good are fighting games? They're just the best, aren't they, Danny? 
what a great moment in, in home console history where a certain console was able, oh, for fuck's sake, was able to give us near perfect parts of Ultimate Marvel or Cop Camp 3, Virtual Fire 2, and of course, Exit vs. Street Fire. Would you consider renaming 16 bits of nonsense for MB of awesomeness? Because the segment enhances the show in so much the same way. No, suck a dick. Suck an absolute dick. We are not getting four MB of awesomeness. You, you three, Raging Demon, Captain Emma, Chris Copley, can absolutely do one. You knew what you were doing. You knew what you were playing with. And you're playing with fire. That's what you all are. Keith, you are the nice one this week. Because you were nice and ask a nice question. You three, absolute bellends. That's what you are. Bellends. And I hope you're sitting there wherever it is, chuckling away going, ha, 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 ha absolute pricks look yourself in the mirror and just look how disgusted you should be at yourself absolute horrible people all of you ugh 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 the fact I've had to say that word so many times just upset me bastards alright thank you very much guys for all our letters let's move into our new section which we call patch 70.0 Now, patch 70.0 is our new section, and there's a lot to go through. So, Diablo 4 has been out. It's now out. The reviews are out. A lot of hype for this one. I thought the trailers were quite good, although they were video trailers. Uh, it's getting around 80% at the moment. At the moment, I don't know if I not played Diablo, never played it. Uh, I know a friend who very heavily played Diablo 3, so I imagine he might get Diablo 4, so I'll wait to hear uh, his feedback on that one. Although, one thing straight away is hitting the gate is that people are pissed off because of the microtransactions in this game, which isn't fair. I don't like the fact that there's so many microtransactions from the off. And don't get me wrong, Street Fighter's doing it as well. Um, apparently, someone's found one armor that was found, one armor set that was found at $28 US and one at 16 That's a lot of money. You know, so already that's 56 bucks in Australia. That's a lot. No, no, no. It's about 40 odd dollars. It's UK pounds. Uh, it's a lot of money still, 28 bucks. To, to fork out when you've just forked out for the game and then you have to buy more if you want to get the armor. Ooh, I don't know. I look back and think, to, to have to have it released that quick, I'm like, get fucked. Because you, the game drops that quickly. It was already there. Put it in. Ah, I'm like, kind of like that. If it's DLC out afterwards, fine. But not when it's straight away day one. That that can suck a dick. And again, Street Fighter is no different for that. And I'll get into that in a bit. But suck a dick on those sort of movements. That's really not fair. I just don't like that. I really don't. Um, Zelda news. Because we like talking about Zelda news in the show. A speedrunner has beat Tears of the Kingdom in under an hour. ZDI6923. Yes, read it in one. Uh, did it in 59 minutes and 22 seconds. Now, this is very early in the speedrunning community, and I imagine this time is going to be beat. 100% this will be beat because they'll be trying to find out all the glitches. There'll be the glitch run and the glitchless run. They'll be trying to find ways to get time, shave time off that 100%. But, yeah. And I'm still playing it, by the way. I'm st- I play it a lot at um, lunchtime. Sorry, I got the hiccups for a second. Uh, yeah, I'm still playing it. Still absolutely loving it. Uh, I'm basically doing it at lunch to just basically go on a little adventure and trying to find shrines. That's my big thing. I just try and go around the world, find shrines, investigate before even doing any of the main story. Uh, so, yeah, Zelda review ain't coming for a long time. Just be prepared for that. 
Um, now, this is a bit of a funny but a horrible story at the same time. You'll, you'll see what I mean. The, apparently, a man in America, um, so this was in South Carolina, his name was David Del Sandro. He's 25 years old, and he held um, a shop up in the store, but he used a duck hunt pistol to try and rob the store, and he painted it black. Like, don't get me wrong. That is a horrible experience to be held up at gunpoint. Even though, you know, it's not real gun. You don't think it is. When you see it at the time, you think, that's shit, that's a real gun. You're not thinking it's a duck hunt gun. But imagine if someone was actually looking at that, noticed it was the duck hunt gun, and when they said, like, you know, put your hands up, and they're just going, quack. <laughs> I think that'd be quite funny. Again, horrible experience, even though it's not real. And for those who don't know how the law works... Um, because that person who would have been held up would have thought that's a real gun, and the moment they say they thought they were held up by a gun, you know, not a toy gun, a gun, it's treated as a gun. And so the eyes of the law, that's a gun. So that's basically a robbery with a deadly weapon. That is a long time in prison. That is a long time in prison for that, 100%. Because in the eyes of the law, it gets seen as a real gun. Because it's about the it's about what the victim thought at the time. Just does a bit of a heads up for how the law works. So yeah, he is going away for a long time for using a duck hunt pistol. Stupid boy, you stupid boy, stupid, you stupid. Now, do you know who else is stupid? PlayStation and Sony because of the way they've handled Project Q. Now, this is coming in November. Now, if you'd listened to the Patreon episode, that was about the handheld console. And basically, it's not a handheld console per se, but it uses remote play to steam the game and that you're playing on the PS5. Basically, it's a Wii U. That's the best way of saying it. So you don't think you're going to be walking around the shops. No, you're not. It's going to be if you need a poo and you're playing a PS5, but you need to go for a little poo-poo, you can take the PS5 to PSQ, whatever it's bloody called, with you. Like, we still don't know the name of it. You know, it's not obviously going to stay as Q. We don't know its battery life. We don't know the price. And this thing's coming out in five months, allegedly. That's... Need a bit more info on that. If it's coming out in five months' time. Will I want it? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Because when I go for my, you know, toilet time, I used to take my Nintendo Switch and hide away. Until Hiccups decides, Oh, Daddy, I want to come in. So she gets a knife. Bear with me here. She gets, like, a her knife. A, kid, a child's knife. And can open the door, opens the lock with the door, and then comes in and reveals me like a fucking, you know, generation game prize. Like, you've won a shitting man. And then I come out and she's like, I'm like, close the door. No, close the door. I get poo shy. Close the door. Am I annoying? Yes, you are. Piss off. Happened again on Saturday. It's like, just let me poo. Peace, please. Not possible. And then I open the door, and she's made a freaking obstacle course for me to suddenly crash over. Little shit. Freaking children. Ridiculous. <sighs> right, moving on to things that are ridiculous. The Last of Us 2. Now, again, not played the game. We all know this. But apparently Season 2 was planned for 2025, before the writer's strike. HBO boss Francesca Oris has said... Uh, it's too early to tell how the schedule is going to be impacted due to the basic they're on their strike at the moment. We're looking for The Last of Us to drop in 2025. So that gives me two years to play the game. Um, yeah, the, they're on a writer's strike at the moment, so they can't write anything. Well, it's not hard. I don't think you need to write anything. Just get like, a child to play the game and tell you what's happening. There we go. Strike solved. Release it next week. Because there are lines in the writer's strike. Basically, there's lines in the first 
Last of Us that basically mirror the game. So there we go. You don't need to write a strike for that. Now, considering we're talking about things being made, remade, Battle Gear Solid 3, yes, this was the big shock that came out of the PlayStation 3 conference the other day. I don't think anyone saw this coming. But Konami have basically said that Hideo, um, Kojima, Hideo Kojima is not part of the team, which kind of makes sense. And basically, the developers involved have worked on Pasquay's Metal Gear series, and they'll be working along Virtuous, who are a studio who has been involved with the entire series of Metal Gear. And basically, it makes sense for Kojima's known involvement with Metal Gear, and because when it came to Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, he basically left. And after that, the company basically said, nope, we want nothing to do with you. They went far as to when they basically, when it came to this game, Phantom Pain, they blocked him accepting an award in 2015. So I think, yeah, obviously the bridges ain't been mended and he ain't coming back anytime soon, is he? Ooh. Now talking about what bridges need to be mended, haven't been. Dolphin. Now Dolphin, the Dolphin emulator team, basically you can play GameCube games on there. They were basically going to have it launched on Steam, but Nintendo have joined in and basically put a cease and desist. Well, they've not put a cease and desist. They said, we will give you a cease and desist if you do this. And I kind of think like, really? What did you think was going to happen? You can't put it on Steam, dickheads. What did you think was going to happen? I know why they're doing it. It's so you can get it onto your Steam Deck. But what do you think was going to happen? There's no way, Nintendo, they, they can't even allow it to exist on the internet, but there is no way in hell they're going to let you put that on Steam, because then you've got the Steam Deck with GameCube games. No chance are they going to let you do that. No chance in fucking hell, because they want to sell the GameCube games again. They will sell the GameCube games again, and the moment you put the Dolphin on the Steam Deck, that's it, it's gone. It's gone. Because you're giving them a legal way to download... Yeah, well, not... Oh, legal, illegal, I don't know. It's a grey area. But no way. Freaking morons. What do you expect? And I said, if they, somehow they get it through and the Dolphin does get on the Steam Deck legally, you're done. The Switch, it will be done. And everyone will be buying a Steam Deck. and tell you now. So there's no way Nintendo are going to allow that. And talking about things which basically are going to be allowed, Mortal Kombat 1. Now, I know we announced this recently... The stress test is coming soon, and the registration is now open. And they've not said when this is going to be, but this is similar to the betas. Basically, like Capcom did for Street Fighter 6, they want to see how the servers do with people online. Now, at the moment, this is coming for the, only the PS5 and the Series whatever, so they've not said it's going to be announced on the Xbox, or sorry, the PC, or the Switch for the beta. It's just these two platforms at the moment. No characters have been mentioned. Yes, we've seen a few in trailers, but no actual characters have been said you will be able to play as this, which is great news, because look at the success of the Street Fighter beta. They've gone really well. The Street Fighter 6 beta has went very well. They did a few of them to make sure it works very well. And so, yeah, I'm all for that, just prepping and getting yourself ready. But talking about Mortal Kombat 1, going a little bit further, DLC characters have already been leaked. And you know I'm against this sort of thing. It really pisses me off when leakers come forward. We had it with Street Fighter 6. But this has kind of been an accidental one where Amazon Italy dropped the ball and they released who are potentially on the DLC. Now, you can argue this isn't real, but it was taken down pretty quickly. Because as they had some characters, but I'm not interested in, in Mortal Kombat characters. I'm interested in the guest characters. Now, none of these three are going to appear on my top 10 list simply because the game's not out yet. But I'll tell you what, they would be. Some of them are going to be on here if they would. So the 
guest characters who allegedly are going to be in Mortal Kombat 1 as DLC are Omni-Man from the Invincible series, Homelander from The Boys, and Peacemaker from Peacemaker. And I think that is incredible. Because I guarantee if it's Peacemaker, you're going to have John Cena. John Cena's coming in, which is awesome to see. And Omni-Man, the three of them fit so well. Now, if you've not played them, or sorry, not seen them, Omni-Man is from a series called Invincible. Really good. I might make read the comic. might make Matty look. He was trying to get into the comic for years. Said, you need to see this. You need to read this comic. And then they made the series. Like, holy shit, this is as brutal as anything. And it was. Omni-Man hit the stage hard, where he basically killed off the idea of the Justice League. And it was so freaking brutal. I It was like, holy shit. Like just insane so he will fit in very well homelander is the fucked up version of superman from the boys again he is a messed up character he's got he wants to be a good guy i think but he's just got problems in his head and has basically killed a lot of people and peacemaker john cena yeah he has basically been shown not so much in the suicide squad series but mainly actually no in suicide squad he killed a lot of people he killed a fuck ton of people. And the Homelander series, he's even more killable thing. He just likes to kill. So if it is John Cena, which I suspect it will be, that is absolutely amazing. And I think Omni-Man probably would have made my top 10 just because he's going to fit in so well to this series. Like, you'll be surprised. His things are going to be absolutely brutal. And I can imagine his deaths are going to be around the series. And there's going to be ones where, like, he's going to rip someone in half. I can just see it. It's gonna happen. Oh, oh! There'll definitely be one where he snaps someone's neck and twists it back. That is definitely gonna be a death. Has to be because that is so cool. He does it to like the Wonder Woman character, and he like twists the neck like one eighty. It's like holy shit! So fucking brutal. Oh, it's so good. Finally, the new Street Fighter Six. Yes, it it is now out. Its reviews are good. It's getting high nines and some tens. I have the game, will be leaving a review, but don't expect me to do it to be World Tour. Don't expect a World Tour mode, just because I'm playing ranked, and I'm just having so much fun playing ranked. It is my highlight, and people can argue why I play that, because I'm loving it. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. And, as I mentioned, yes, they are doing a bit shithousery, compared to what they were doing in Diablo, because they've already released DLC and some of the characters. You have to pay for their costumes, shithousery, basically. I don't agree with that. Just make the original costumes free. Don't make them like a day one purchase. That's really naughty, in my opinion, because you already had them done. You all, They were obviously there to go. Now you say, oh, yeah, I'll make everyone charge them. I just don't agree with that. But I am loving playing Street Fighter 6. I said it's the first time I've gone away from Ryu from a long time, uh, and I'm playing as Kami and just absolutely loving it. So that is into our news. We're all done. Let us get in now to our free section, which everyone can play, which is Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. Now, Stick It Up Your Ginger was where you guys, you, 
anyone can listen. And you, if you can respond on the Facebook comment, I put some. And do you know what? I need to set up on Facebook. I will make a Facebook group. And I think I need to do that. I think that's. I need to make a page, don't I? But I'll put it up on Twitter. And basically, I want to hear your gaming frustrations, your gaming wins, and whatever you're really happy or frustrated about this week. We got one response from Keith from the Main Quest podcast. He says, "I got lost in the horrible dungeon design of Mega Man Battle Network. This game was made in the early 2000s, and the dungeon design of a 1982 RPG. Paths take you in." circles dead ends everywhere and the encounter rate you can't take six steps without getting into a fight oh i can get you with oh i fucking hate a high encounter rate mate play final fantasy 3 play final fantasy no sorry final fantasy 2 holy you want a bad encounter rate play that fucking game oh fuck me that's a bad enc- and it, what's even worse is that the encounter rate's so bad and you go into some rooms where, you know, it's old school RPG maps, but some rooms just have nothing in. I was like, ooh, fucker. Fucker. And you have to go check because some rooms have really good items and you go in and it's empty. Oh, it's not funny. Not funny. It was first, funny the first time, not the hundredth time, you fucking piece of shit. Okay, play Final Fantasy 2, you, you get my pain. So I understand your pain, Keith. I really do, yeah. Oh, the, the idea of random battles is kind of going down the hill, isn't it? But fuck me, it was an overdone trope, wasn't it? <sighs> take a breath. I say I take a breath because we're going to move into our next section, and I'm probably going to get pissed off there, aren't I? Because we're talking survive or die. Now, Survive or Die is where we look at two game characters, two franchises, two games, two mechanics, and we put them down, knelt before Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Shao Kahn's Hammer. And basically, I listen to you guys. I try and get ask you which one of them should have their brain smashed in, and one of them should live to fight another day. I do have my own opinion, but I can be swayed, as it's been happened on the show. Now, as we're talking about X-Men Street Fighter, I wanted to look at some of the super bad guys we have from that series. So I had to talk about Apocalypse, who came out for the X-Men Street Fighter series, or Cyber Akuma, which later came on in Marvel Capcom. Now, we've got a few responses here. Captain N says, Considering you're playing a Saturn game, bleh, I think the Apocalypse has been averted. Cyber Sex Akuma will have to go because there's no way the world is ending while you're hooked on the Saturn. Well, I'd rather throw a Saturn in the bin. And don't all of you think, oh, one day if I get, like, a, what would you call it, a post-PO box thing, you can send me Saturn games, because I will bin them. Although, I, I wouldn't bin an X-Men vs. Street Fighter copy, or a Mob vs. Uh, Street Fighter copy, because the design's really cool. So if anyone wants to get me a copy of that, I will get that. I just won't tell anyone, because they have really cool artwork. Um, but yes, I will get the Saturn, and I will absolutely burn it. Yeah, Cyber's Exekuma, okay, so he's in the bin. He's in the bins of the Apocalypse. I like how you've mixed that in. Very clever, Captain N. The Apocalypse has been averted. <laughs> Chris Copling says, I see where Captain N is coming from, but since you can't bring yourself to admit you're playing a Saturn game here, correct, uh, the Apocalypse is still on its way. Also, I view the Apocalypse as not getting laid ever, and I don't want that. Plus, I think Apocalypse is a little bit too big to provide any sort of pleasure and probably a bit rough, which means you have to let Cybersex Slut Akuma... Why is that his name? It's not Cybersex Akuma! So Cybersex Slutakuma and his rab- rapidly growing OnlyFans survive. <laughs> Do you know what? That, that'd be quite funny. Come see me, Cybersex Akuma on OnlyFans. Um, 
After all, he double Objection! fireballs. No. Plus, you can know he's sensitive because in his base form, he takes more damage. Meaning this cyber form is considerate for your pleasure. For this reason, cyber sex... <sighs> for this reason, cyber sex... Objection! Takuma will survive. And just like the Saturn, I know at some point he'll slide back into your... Objection! To provide unexpected pleasure. No! No! Stop being smutty! Fucking... That is not becoming that is not becoming his name, Cyber Sex Akuma. That is not becoming his name. It's fucking terrible. Raging Demon says, you can knob Chris. Raging Demon says, wow, Chris's comment was pretty smutty. I know. I'm pretty sure giant humanoid robot things aren't allowed to have an OnlyFans, but Cyber Sex Akuma is No, it's not his name. It's still human enough to have one. His prosthetics are probably some a kink of some sort, so he survives and also starts doing inflatable hot tubs Twitch streams. <laughs> Seriously, though, he makes a bot a be better boss rage. <laughs> Just imagine it, Cyber Akuma in a hot tub. He's <laughs> going, what, what? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right, so... The, the fans have it as 2-1 to Cyber Akuma surviving and Apocalypse dying. I am going to go with the minority. I'm going to minority this week. I don't like Cyber Akuma. I don't. And I like Apocalypse. I like that idea of fighting something big on the screen. I just think it's something different. We always fight this, you know, the big boss. But I like the idea of fighting something big. I'm not talking uh, Super Baby from final bout because that's just silly that's really silly we'll get to that game one day um but this is just something a bit fun and it's just we all know he's massive in the screen but it's just a bit fun cyber akuma is just stupid because i said he wants to be spending more times at his only fan stream and doing his hot touch twitch streams hot hot tub twitch there's a mouthful isn't it there's a peter picked a pepper uh, peter picked the perfect pickle and there's a bloody mouth what do you call it? Mouth chip? Tongue twister. There we go. We get there in the end. But yeah, thank you guys. Well, thank you, two of you. <laughs> you know who you are. Okay, what have I been up to? Um, Not much, really. I've just been doing my usual thing, you know, basically cracking on. Um, Not much to report, really. Been back in goal again in footy, which I'm really happy. Oh, I've been so happy and back in football and goal. Just, it's just like, you know, getting into a nice, you know, Nice pajamas. It's just you know it's so nice and warm. That was what it's been feeling like. What have I been playing? Well, I've been playing Zelda. Obviously, I said on the lunch. Street Fighter Three. I've been playing that on my lunch on my 30th anniversary collection, and obviously Street Fighter Six. And hopefully, hopefully on Tuesday on Twitter, I will be making a huge and like massive announcement on the show. Now, if you've been following me on Patreon, you know what this announcement's going to be. Don't spoil it. Um. But something massive, honestly, like, if you're into fighting games, this announcement is going to be absolutely mind-blowing. Like, I've told a few people outside the Patreon who I'm friends with, and they can't believe this is even potentially happening. It could, it should be being done this time tomorrow morning. It will be done. I, I, oh, if it gets done, it's massive for the show. And I am giving everyone on notice next week. I will, If it does happen, I'll need your help. Because if we want to make this show grow, this is the episode we're going to do it next week. Sorry, Chris. I, I don't mean... I, I love Chris. Don't get me wrong. I do. But I think even he recognizes this is the one. If I'm going to push the show, 
And and I really do need everyone's help so much. I'll be on my hands and knees begging, begging. Before we think anything else, you dirty people. Okay, well, we've been talking long enough. I want to also give you the chance. I like to give you a chance, the guys, to talk about um, the game we're talking about, which is excellent for Street Fighter. So I let you guys make some comments. And Captain N says, finally, Danny, you're playing a Sega Saturn game. No, and I couldn't agree more. Released in November 1997, one year before it was released on PlayStation, this truly is a monumentous moment in Retro Wars history. And again, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it was released on your stupid console in 1997, but it was released on the arcade in 1996. So, meh, meh. Chris Coppolein says, since I'm on this episode, I'll save my thoughts while I are to hear. I just want everyone who is listening and loves the Saturn and great fighting experience on home consoles to join to join this show's Patreon and become smart. Oh, okay, so I'll read that question again. Sorry, I apologize. I just want everyone who's listening and loves the Saturn and great fighting experiences on home consoles to join this show's Patreon and become part of the Saturn Smut Squad. It's just like a... Objection! We await you to... Objection! ...with a smile for Saturn. No! We're not having the Saturnians one way and now you've now become the Saturn Smut Squad. Freaking ridiculous. That's a new t-shirt design I've got to make for the Saturn Smut Squad. So basically, yeah, if you like fighting games only, not if you like the Saturn, join Patreon on patreon.com forward slash Retro Wars. You bastards, you people. You ba- Not the people on Patreon. Not all you joining. Just you, Chris. Just you. <laughs> yes, we have been talking quite a while. And it's time to get to the main episode, aren't we? So I'm now I'm going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Mr. Chris Coupling from the Retro Hangover podcast, his links are in the description, are going to be talking about X-Men vs. Street Fighter, which came out for the arcade in Japan in September the 25th, 1996. Fucking hell, I'm so old. Returning to the show, and it nearly didn't happen this morning because we balls up with our time frames, is Mr. Chris Coplin from the Retro Hango podcast. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic, Danny. I am just really happy that it's not an hour from now. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we always forget, well, Morley made that one lives in Australia, one lives the other side of the world in America. It's just a bit of a mess sometimes. And yeah, so time zones are a bit of a thing. So this could be the end when his time changes. That could be the end of all the podcasts because no guests can actually speak to me. But hopefully that won't happen. But today, today, we are talking about a classic fighter in the form of X-Men versus Street Fighter. Absolutely. What a game this was. Yeah, this this game, I'm... Whew, it's definitely a fighting game, I think, that really switched up a lot of the dynamics for everybody who loves 2D fighting games. It's It's really a monumental title, I think. Yeah, like we could have gone. Like people could say, "Why aren't you doing Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Granted, that is the big one. However, I think, as you said, this is the one that shifts a lot of things around because it was completely changes. Not just in like the dynamics, of, like, but it was more like the the concept of the crossovers. It was the first Smash Brothers. I mean, yeah, for the most part, it really was in terms of real big recognizable brands. People. You know, things that people could see. Street Fighter was really hot during this time. The X-Men animated cartoon show 
it just kind of come off its height, but y- you were targeting an audience that really knew all these characters. So this was this was the crossover that you could do, especially within our age group. Oh god, that X Men cartoon was the tits. Oh my god, F- fuck me! Uh, you go back. Like... Don't go back and watch it though. <laughs> it's no. bad. It's bad. Well, no, you you can go back and watch it just for any scenes with Wolverine in, and just for the music. That's true, but I, there's a lot more than just Wolverine, so you really have to look for them. And oof, dude, it's you know it's rough. You know you don't want to watch that shit. Yeah, because it was in a time when sensors were really shitty, and so they didn't have guns. Well, they did, but they couldn't be bullets. So they've got laser bullets. Like everyone's got freaking laser beams. That there's no excuse, man. There's no excuse because Batman killed it. So yeah. when you see how good Batman was, there's there's no excuse for that shit. Yeah, the animated Batman series was oh, that was one of the greatest series ever. I oh yeah. I, oh fuck. Although the only thing that ever got me about that was that you know you, you the intro of that Batman thing. You, you see two guys outside of a bank, then it blows up. And then yeah. Batman goes and gets them. It's like, well, they were just outside. They went to. They were outside the bank. I think he knows. Went, Batman knows. But well, I think on the. I think he's basically jumped the gun here. I think he hasn't got all the evidence. I think he's just gone after them. And they were just outside the bank doing their own thing. It blew up, and then yeah, he went after them. So well, you know, you know, Batman's just a narcissistic playboy, trust fund baby that likes to beat up poor people. Well, that is true. That is Batman to a T. But let's be honest, if we could all be Batman, we'd all be Batman. Oh, fuck yeah. Jesus, I'd, I'd be Batman. Like It's like that one reason I'm not getting Gotham Knights, because I can't be Batman. Really? Then what's the point? It's, well, that's the thing. Yeah, Gotham Knights is all about his, side, his sidekicks and stuff. I was like, well, no. If you can't no. be Batman, I'd rather just play the Arkham series. And I know we've gone off topic, but it's my show. Fucking do what we want. Fuck it. We got it. But yeah, if you want to get hype for this, just play the X, just play the X Men theme music and you're set. Jesus. But going back to this concept, that was one thing actually we said you said about the you know the 19s cartoon. They had the characters, but they had the voice actors as well. Was it the same voice actors for the game? Because they yep. sound almost exactly the same. It's the same. It's the same voice actors because they because so X Men Street Fighter wasn't the first fighting game. I think it was it was X Men Children of the Atom was the first one so. that they did. Yeah. yeah, because that was just an X-Men game. So they managed to get all the voice actors from the TV series to come in. Yeah, and then there was the Marvel game with, with something of the gems. But yeah, you're right. Children of the Atom Marvel the Superhero. One. It went X-Men, Children of the Atom. Then it was Marvel Superheroes. They were yeah. the first ones. And then they thought, well, okay, we've got... We're currently making Street Fighter Alpha 2. That's what it was based on. So... They look similar. Let's just put them together. Makes sense. And it, it was because it worked because the art style was so good because at this point, Marvel, I did a bit of history on this. Marvel, I didn't realize how bad Marvel comics were. They were in the shit. They were in real oh, yeah. trouble at this point. Yeah. And Street Fighter had been milking, well, Capcom had been milking Street Fighter 2 for so long. But then Capcom got all these licenses and they then moved on to the Alpha series but they were doing so many fighting games because they were do at that point they had Street Fighter th- three, Street Fighter EX, Alpha two, and then they released X Men vs Street Fighter in the same year. Hold on, I'm sorry, I had to turn off my fan. 
But yeah, like all the street fighters that were going on, there was there's first of all, there's an oversaturation. You're 100 percent correct. You look at, you know, the Street Fighter Alpha series, which were phenomenal, but they had just I think they hadn't gotten to the third one because you said Alpha 2. But then they also had. Yeah, they had Street Fighter EX. Street Fighter 3 wasn't out yet, but people were talking about it. It was just it was everywhere. It was everything. Capcom, they had Resident Evil, but in terms of the arcades, they were pretty much done because no one was playing shmups anymore. So all they had was was Street Fighter. So this game actually, in, in a big way, I think at least, kind of reinvigorated some life back in that Street Fighter franchise. Oh, 100%. And you know, the idea you can have Ryu versus Wolverine, that's just incredible by itself. I just... Like, that as a concept. Yes, it then moved on when they eventually did the first Marvel vs. Capcom. But this was the way that, you know, if this hadn't have worked, and to be fair, it was only released in Japan, but it did well. But had they not released this game, I don't think you would have had Marvel vs. Capcom. I don't think it would have ever happened. Oh, no, I absolutely agree with you. It never would have. No, there's no, there's no chance. But you look at the character roster. So there were 16 characters in this game, plus Akuma. He came in as a super. But they had new characters they introduced um, from X-Men, which were Rogue, Gambit, and Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the Street Fighter side, it was everyone from Street Fighter Alpha, um, including Charlie. And this is why it was Capcut. It was Alpha 2, because everyone was like, who the fuck's Charlie? But the- Guile wasn't a thing. Guile wasn't... He didn't come in until Alpha 3. Well, they didn't have everyone from Alpha, because you couldn't play as Rose. But you could play as Cammy, which was an Alpha 2 Gold. But I don't think Alpha 2 Gold was out yet. I'm not sure. No, but... it wasn't. Sorry, I meant that all the characters came from... So all the Street Fighter ones came from Alpha. Uh, as in, like, they just basically copied their sprites. It wasn't like they got, like, E-Honda he, or Guile because they weren't in there yet. Right, right, right. Yeah, all the characters, they were all Street Fighter 2 characters. Or in some version of Street Fighter 2, up to Turbo. Because you do have Akuma... Uh, well, yeah, you're right, because Nash is in there instead of, or Charlie, instead of Charlie. Dial. That's the only exception. Yeah. I, don't, was Sak- I don't think Sakura was in there either. Um, was she? Sakura make, um, hang on. You're going to make me look Action. this up. Street, I mean, she might have been there, because she came in in uh, number two. She came in at number in Alpha 2. Yeah, she was a big greatest. deal. Oh, God, she's the greatest inclusion ever. Um, no, she wasn't in it. I, I was about was. to say, like, I wouldn't. I, I want to say that she was, but she wasn't. It so was had, like, Kuma, yeah. Kami, Charlie Nash, Chun Li, Dalsium, Ken Masters, uh, M. Why did I say Ken Masters? M. Bison, <laughs> Ryu, and Zangief. That was that was the lineup. It's a pretty good lineup. It is pretty light, but that's the thing. This was an experiment. This was an absolute experiment. They didn't know if this was going to work, so but it did. Like you'd wish. You look at Marvel vs. Capcom, the first Marvel vs. Capcom. I'm not even going to cover on this show because it's so bare bones. It wasn't until we got Marvel vs. Capcom two that it went basically on crack. Um, but it was, you know, the the idea was there. I think the only problem they had when they started making this was that the X Men series were all over the top, ridiculous moves. But that wasn't essentially the same for Alpha, so they had to make everything ridiculous. So, like, Ryu had bigger Hadoukens. He had the Mega Hadouken, which was essentially a Kamehameha wave. Oh, yeah. And you could, like, go jump up to the top of the screen. Like, you had two separate screens, so they had super yeah. jumps. Uh, yeah, All the moves were bigger. Like, even, like you said, it's a Kamehameha for Super Hadouken, but even, like, Ryu's regular Hadouken covered the yeah, entirety of, like, the bottom of the screen. Yeah, it was huge. 
It was mad, but it had to though because otherwise it just wouldn't have worked. But yeah, the super jump was great because you basically just jump in the air and then it was like fighting and punching the shit out of each other. I was like, this is fucking chaotic as shit. <laughs> oh, it was this so is good. great. But they brought in tag team as well, which was new. I think that was a new mechanic that you could basically was it pick three or pick two? I can't remember. No, it's pick, pick two. two. Pick two. Pick two in this one, and it was absolutely mental because it was yeah. And it, oh yeah, it wasn't best of three either. It was best of one. Yep. How so you, but go on. Yeah, you would have to drain. You'd have two characters, and once both your characters were dead, the the round was over. So you didn't even have a choice of you know coming back in the next different. round. Yeah, I just thought, but it was all new because again, you find fighting games which have tag features. I don't think there was any. Not that I can think of. If there was, no one cared about it. This was the first no. one. Anyway. If, if this wasn't the first, it was the first one that everyone gave a shit about. Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, it, it, the, 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 tag, the tag mechanic is so good. Like, I just think, how many times have we played, let's be honest, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and we're just switching on our opponents every few seconds just to be a dick because <laughs> they come in and do an attack. And it's like, yeah, choof, you come in, you come in, you come in. It's not like other ones where they may do, like, a, an attack from the side. It's when they come in, they just do this high kick to get in. I freaking loved using that mechanic to be a dick. Now, I have to say, man, I, there's a lot about this game I like more than Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I think Ooh. there's... Yeah. Uh, so, for example, you don't have any assist characters, which I think you have in Marvel vs. Capcom. But one of the yes, things that... Uh, a lot of the things that people like about Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is that you can call on one of your uh, assistant you know, characters, because you have three there, and they can perform a move, come in, they do a move, and then they leave. I don't think you can... I, I don't... Wait. I, you can do that here, I think. Actually, you can. I'll take that back. I was wrong. <laughs> but oh my god, I get them you all mixed up, man. He was, he was wrong. Oh god, because there were so many of them. Oh, that was the yeah. problem. This is the thing. Oversaturation. The market was just... Capcom just basically went and said, we've got everything. Just release it all. But I, I think I like the balance a little bit more in X-Men versus Street Fighter because there is so many... There's, the, the character roster is so much more limited. You only have 16 as opposed to like 64 or whatever it is in Marvel yeah. versus Capcom 2. So uh, the the character base, I wish there was more, of course. Uh, more probably about double, like 32, maybe. Yeah. But even then, I think it's a little bit of overkill. But every every character here is fun to play with. And that makes it easier to kind of play with every character and get a better idea of how every character controls as opposed to Marvel vs. Capcom 2, where you're only going to really be able to master three, maybe. Yeah, because you, you don't want to go, like, stupid. I think that's the problem, isn't it? When you get to huge rosters you like it becomes a bit overwhelming like i had this chat with um raging demon we're talking about capcom versus snk2 and mm -hmm. the roster in that game is so big and you don't even know unless you're a fighting game purist you don't even know half of them so you have all these characters so you're never going to touch them and that could be the same for marvelous capcom 2 there's a lot of characters like Who are the, who's that no idea Oh, yeah. And you know everyone. You know everyone here. If you have a yeah. cursory knowledge of who the X-Men are, you know all the X-Men. They picked the right ones there, which is... They know, did. Uh, I yeah. I think their problem is, though, when you say they went to, if they went to 32, whilst it wouldn't be a problem... Actually, I think it would be a problem with... No, no, no. Street Fighter could probably do it. But I think Capcom... Sorry, for the X-Men, I think you'd be really struggling to think, okay, I need 16 more mutants. Who are we going to pick? I think you'd struggle with that one. You might. I think you could do it. I don't think it'd be too hard, but I mean, uh, so yeah, you'd be, you'd be, be dipping some... into like Jubilee 
and that's what I mean. Psylocke. Yeah. Um, you're Don't gonna have Psylocke. someone on here now, basically going, "I can name you the hundred mutants off the back of my." I know you fucking can. I know. But yeah, I could probably think of 32 mutants, but you've got to think of, are they actually going to translate well to a video game? That's the thing. And are people going to give a shit? Because I guarantee if you put Jubilee and you put X-Men 90s TV show Jubilee, no one would give a shit. She'd be like Roll in Marvel vs. Capcom. She was. I just would not give a rat's ass. I'd never pick her. She'd be the Dan Hibiki. No one would give a shit. (laughs) I like Dan. Well, I like Dan as well. Okay, fuck, I've got to take that back, haven't I? Because I like Dan. But I didn't like Jubilee. It's like, fuck me. Terrible character. Didn't give a shit whenever she was on the 90s show. Didn't care. I was like, just give me more Wolverine than Cyclops' relationship. That's all I want. Yeah, this this game still has the the six-button uh, layout too, right? It has low, medium, yes. and high. Whereas yeah. Marvelous Capcom 2 does not. Doesn't it? No. Marvelous Capcom 2 is just... Uh... Things just low and high punch. It only has four buttons. I suppose that's all you probably need. It's not. It, we're not talking Street Fighter level of like complexity here. We're just talking about fucking chaos. It's like how yeah. how can we make these battles as absolutely stupid as possible? And yeah, just easy combos. Because I was thinking with Marvel these games, it was so easy to make a combo look amazing. Oh yeah, especially once you start, you like knocked him up in the air and you started doing a combo up there. It just looks so. It just looks so good, and I can't think many fighting games that even do that now. Like I'm, I'm trying to go through my head. There's no fighting games where you basically kick them into. Oh, I suppose Dragon Ball. That's the only game I can really think of where you do that sort of shit. But I still can't think where you do a jump and you get to get up there. Dragon Ball is mm-hmm. more like they can just fly, so it just works. Yeah, it makes it makes a lot more sense in Dragon Ball, but it also doesn't because of all the varying power levels in Dragon Ball and. Like that's, that's what that's the thing in, in Dragon Ball I can I can't get that out of my head like Goku's just gonna murder everybody so yeah in Dragon Ball I can have Yamcha fa- face Goku and I'm like this is dumb but here in yeah. X Men versus Street Fighter right like it's it's somewhat believable if you're Ken or Ryu and you're fighting Magneto and even the way they do a character like Juggernaut which you just can't throw around and just abuse it just they take the abuse and if they're able to hit you you're gonna take a lot of damage. So yeah. it, it goes into the lore of every character, and it doesn't make it feel like like these characters aren't unique. They have their own attributes. Like a character like Storm and Magneto, if you know how to play as them, they can absolutely be cheese fests. Are Storm is this, broken? Oh, yeah. Both Storm and Magneto are broken. But I don't Way play forward. as either of them. I play with Gambit. See, I'm, I'm a Shoto bastard, so I just go Ryu and Wolverine. That's that's it for me. Mm. Although Wolverine's not a show, so it's just all I can hear is him just going. I love his Weapon X super. I love it's it so, so much. cool. It's just so. Oh, this wasn't the game. Oh no, it was Marvel vs. Capcom two where they put two Wolverines in there for some reason. It's like okay, we'll just put two in there. It's so fine. I, I gotta ask, how did you how did you first play this game, or where did you spend most of your time playing this game? So originally, I, right, so when I was doing research for this show, I was trying to get hold of this game. I said, okay, maybe I can play this and put it on my, like an emulator of some sort. However, no, it is impossible to get hold of the Saturn version because, so there are differences. I will talk about the PlayStation version. Blah, 
Um, but yeah, I was trying okay. to get hold of the Saturn version because that was meant to be the one. But it was only released in Japan, and I could not, for the life of me, get a port. Eventually, though, I discovered... I was watching Maximilian Dude, which I constantly reference here. I was like, how the fuck is he playing that game with other people? And then, mm-hmm. yes, I delved into Fight K2, found what that was, and boom, it's there. So I spent my time researching this and having a fuck-ton fun playing it on Fight K2. Incredible. Yeah, actually, I need to get on Fight K2. I told you I would, and I just I haven't been able to get to it. I feel so trashy. It is. Literally, everything is there. And that's why they don't make a big push about it, because then they want like people to know about it. You know, like the... The developers must know. But, like, I was playing... Me and Raging Demon were playing Fatal Fury 2 the other day. Works seemingly great. And it's got... If you like your old-school fighting games, they're all on there. So that's how I got to play it. And you can play either, like, just on your own or with random people across the internet. So I was doing the test footage. And once I finished... I had an old controller. It was terrible. But once I put my PS5 controller in, I was having so much fun. Oh, it was just great just yeah. you said if you want to play like Marvel vs capcom 2 any of i think the tekken games aren't in there but practically every street fight is in there you've you'll just have such a ball and then you've got random fighting games you've never heard of before like old really old school ones and they're all in there and it just works great but you might not you might struggle to get an opponent but they're there but did you did you first play this game in the arcade or did you play it on the saturn um, I think I I must have played this game for the first time as a kid and in an, an arcade. It would have hundred percent. I knew this game existed. So it would have been in an arcade. It had to be. Mm-hmm. I I've never seen a Sega Saturn. I never want to see one. I don't I want to ever see one in my before. life. You don't want to? What's wrong with I you? I don't want. I well, if you don't give me a mainline Sonic game, you can go get uh, fucked. They did. They had they had Sonic 3D Blast. Shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up and you guys say oh Sonic R is a really good game fuck off no I know shut it's not up. that's a bad game but they were like oh we'll work on Knights we're not going to work on Sonic we're going to work on Knights who's going to be basically the new mascot shut up give me Sonic so no but I don't want to see a Sega Saturn in my life I, I gotta say if if you ever get a hold of X-Men versus Street Fighter for the Sega Saturn because that's that's actually the first way I ever played this game uh, How? Back... It was Japanese huh? only? It was Japanese I know. only? I know. So I, I heard about X-Men vs. Street Fighter because this is back in the day when I still played a lot of fighting games. And I mm. heard about it. I don't think I, I played it in the arcade. But you, you would hear about this game that you could swap it out and it was arcade perfect and it had the four megabyte cart. Yeah. And so I had a Sega Saturn. And, and bypassing the Sega Saturn's region lock is incredibly easy. You just need an action replay. And this was about the time I had an action replay four megabyte cart. And I just put it in there, and I started playing it there. And I'll, I'll tell you, you play this game on a Sega Saturn with the Sega Saturn control pad, which is the best control pad for 2D fighters in the world. Pray Saturn, hashtag Saturnian. We will rule the world. No, 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 no. Don't you start doing that shit. You're not doing <laughs> it on my show. Oh, I, I will, because I am a Saturnian. Pray Saturn. But, uh... <laughs> so... <laughs> we... I would play this game and I'd bring it over to my friend's house and we had a great time, man, because the, the controller's perfect, it's seamless, there's no loading times, it's just like having an arcade experience in your home, and I get it, like, Fightcade now is probably better and I have a Saturn controller that I could use with my PC, but, uh, yeah, you'd, I just went out and I found this at my local shop. And I, I You'd be loving that, it. wouldn't you, sitting there on your PC with your little Saturn controller going, 
how you know this should be played. You, you'd be jealous. You, you're just jealous. I know you are. No, I'm we, not we jealous. To be fair, controller. to be fair, I would, I would have said like, I, the Saturn was ahead of its time when it came to. Well, Sega ahead were ahead of its time when it came to a lot of fighting games because look at Street Fighter Three. You know, you could only play that on a Dreamcast and for a no long other time, console. Yeah. For a long yeah. time, no other console was anywhere near it. So Sega seemed to have... I feel sorry for Sega. They just didn't do it right. Like if the Saturn could have been fantastic. They just didn't do it right. And to say how much did it right... Yeah, you mentioned you had to play in the Japanese version. The, I mentioned earlier, there was a PlayStation version of this. And it was fucking dreadful. It awful. is awful. Awful. And they couldn't do 2v2. Now, from what I understand, I haven't played it. I have not played it. So I think as a standalone fighting game, it's not supposed to be that bad. But if you've played X-Men versus Street Fighter, it's just you throw up in your mouth a little bit just thinking about the fact that you can't swap out because there's there's no point. That's the entire point of X-Men versus Street Fighter. No, they, they, the PlayStation couldn't handle four different character models. There was a feature where you could actually do 2v2, but you have to basically play, say if you're Rio and Wolverine, you've got to fight against Rio and Wolverine. Yeah. That was it. Because the console could not manage four character models on the screen at the same time. It couldn't do it. So that's why they made it 1v1. And it's like, what's the point? Why? Yeah. What is the absolute point? Yeah, I mean, because it didn't have enough RAM. I, they shouldn't even have tried. I think they're just trying to capitalize the popularity that it did have. Because a lot of people knew about it. And it was a yeah. reason to buy a Saturn. But people weren't going to buy a Saturn. There wasn't enough people that were interested in the game to to release the game in the United States for the Saturn or in the West for that matter. Cause I know like, yeah. you're, you're in merry old England over there and you don't get mm-hmm. anything for the most part. So you're used to that, but uh, no, we get nothing. We got <laughs> no, nothing. nothing, but like there was enough money to be made off the popularity that they had to release something for the PlayStation. So it made sense. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like you, you think, you know, when you release it, you, 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 you put an essay in and you go, this is shit. I'm just going to release it and hope I get away with it. Yeah. This is feels like one of those situations. Is that we, we know this is absolute fucking wank. We're just gonna release it and hope to God that you know no one notices how shit it is. But right? They didn't. They, because they no one it. no one owns a Saturn except in Japan. So. Yeah, no one. Like I said, I never want to see one in my life. I hope. I think if I did see it, it might blind me. I go, ah, no. They see Medusa heads. Fuck that shit. Oh, if I go to Australia, I'm gonna make sure that I introduce you to a Saturn. <laughs> you'll probably like Danny come meet me at the airport and you'll be standing there just as I get there with a freaking satin like no it's going to be a pal version in everything with and a Japanese like, copy of X-Men versus Street Fighter I said oh Danny do you want oh, I'll, um, I'll get in the back you sit in the front with the satin <laughs> I'll, put the, I'll put the Saturn in the back with you and put a little seatbelt on it and yeah, have a little TV please. Can you imagine the police pull you over? What's going on here? It's just, just me on a date with a satin. Just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me. But I, I don't know. I thought this was a it was a, it was a really great game. And I think it's a shame. Do you know that it never got more push than it did? But as I said at the beginning, if we didn't have this, we wouldn't have Marvel vs. Street Fighter. We wouldn't... Because that was next. It was Marvel vs. Street Fighter. Then it was Marvel vs. Capcom. Then Marvel vs. Capcom 2. We wouldn't have had all those games no. if, it, if it never happened. Yeah, I don't like Marvel vs. Street Fighter, to be honest with you. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just I think X-Men vs. Street Fighter is a superior game. And they got rid of Gambit, and that pissed me off because, you know, Gambit's (laughs) 
one of my favorite characters uh, in X-Men versus Street Fighter. But I, the reason I don't think it gets a lot of push, and I think I won't say a lot of people forgot about it because I think most fighting game fans do remember it. But yeah. the reason it, it, it didn't get more push is because there was kind of a rapid succession of games that came out after it. So as soon yeah. as Marvel versus Street Fighter came out, like all the focus went to that. And then there was Marvel yeah. versus Capcom, and for good reason, because Marvel versus Capcom is a phenomenal game. Uh, yeah. Before going to Marvel versus Capcom 2, which the only fault in that game is the music, is the music, uh, which is better in X Men versus Street Fighter, and I will say that. Um, especially if all you got is the console version. If you're in the arcade, I mean, I don't think there's any question that the that Marvel versus Capcom 2 is far superior to X Men yeah. versus Street Fighter. But just playing with that Dreamcast controller, man, as opposed to playing with a Saturn pad or even a PlayStation pad. <laughs> it, it would, yeah, it's a, you just want to have a little little vomit in your mouth, don't you? And it just it hurts. Like I'm just looking at the Marvel vs. Um, Street Fighter poster. Why is Sakura? Sakura's in this. She's crying. I have no idea why she's crying. And Ken looks like you know, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't want to fight. It's such it's a that, weird poster. It's the kawaii weeb stuff, you know. I don't know. But uh, it's just, and you got Dan Hibiki on the left, just going ah. Yeah, the roster in Marvel vs. Street Fighter is so weird. I just, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. But, uh... But we had 17 about... fighters. It was only in that, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's such a bad... I don't know. I hate that roster. It's... Ugh. We're not talking about that game. We'll talk about that game some other time. <laughs> but, uh... I just want to say this, too, about X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Is how fast this game goes. I Very. think this, like, this game, if you really want to challenge... And I was, I've been able to beat this game on this level of difficulty, so... I don't think I could do it today, but uh, like 20 years ago, I could do this. Jack up that speed all the way to the highest turbo speed and then put it at the highest difficulty. And then this then and that's when I play as Wolverine. Just keep going Berserker Barrage over and over and over oh, again. It's just so much fun. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, I love the fact that the final boss in this was Apocalypse and he just took up the yes. whole screen. Yes. <laughs> He's a fun boss fight, too. I mean, he's not perfect. He's kind of easy. But it's it's a fun boss fight that actually it's uh, more involved than some of the other ones, I think. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like, you can really, I'm pretty sure you can cheese him. But, I, I like, just playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 recently and how much you could cheese that boss, even on yeah. higher difficulties, especially if you have projectile types, it's harder to do that with Apocalypse in X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Yeah. I definitely agree. And I think it's it's so much fun just to see, like, because usually your final bosses are like the M. Bison, the Shao Kahn, but to see someone just take up the whole screen, you're like, ah, okay, what do I do with this? How do I fight this thing? It's great. Now, is this is this the game after you're done fighting Apocalypse, you have to fight your partner too in order to get the end the uh, ending for your Ooh, character? I th- I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um. Oh, God damn it, Wikipedia, give me a story. I can't remember. I think you know I think you do. I think you can fight your partner. Uh, I think you have to. Hang on. It's, it's uh, Again, like, they're all kind of blending together, you know what I mean? That's but, the problem. They all blend in, isn't it? Um, I like how the name yeah, of the yeah, end yeah, boss, yeah. too, is Apocalypse Now. It's always called Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And then, yeah, you That's... fight your partner. You're forced to fight your partner. Yeah. Oh, the PlayStation cover looks so shit. 
the Sega Saturn. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking. I've just now got the Wikipedia for Street Fighter, and it's like the Wikipedia the PlayStation cover looks so terrible. I remember looking at that, going, "No," but the Sega Saturn. I'll give the Sega Saturn cover. It looks good. The Sega Saturn cover looks very good in comparison. Yeah, because the Sega Saturn is fantastic, and, and you need to get on board. Shush. Shush, 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 shush. Um, oh god, just look at all these character sprites. The Wikipedia has them all moving. They just look so good. Like they're so oh, crisp. They, they're so clean. The animations in this game. I, you know what? I still don't think there's many 2D fighting games that look as good as this game. This was this no. was certainly the era. Like I understand there's a lot of really hand drawn fluid sprites nowadays compared yeah. to. Uh, fighting this even this fighting game like uh, the, in terms of pure animation they they look a little bit better today but there's just something special about the way this looks it's it's high art man it's so yeah. beautiful it is like watching all these character sprites that you can't see because obviously I'm on, I'm on an audio but all the character sprites are popping although right the only you everyone has to research this if you could see Cyclops' character sprite of him just standing there, his muscles are bulging to a ridiculous... Everything's bulging as he's just standing there. I don't know why. Everyone else has... Re- the character sprites make sense. Cyclops does not. No. <laughs> it's like he's, he's like he's inflating himself and then deflating himself very quickly. That's... He looks silly. Oh, Everyone yeah. else looks but- great. You know what? I'll I'll say this too. The character sprites in X Men vs. Street Fighter look better than they do in the animated cartoon show. Yeah, you can have that one. They 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 look the tits. They look so good. Like Rogue looks great. Gambit looks awesome with his cape floating. I said the Street Fighter ones are just alphas. They are just the alpha sprites. Yeah, um, that's which means there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them at all. But like, do you know what? And I look forward by this because yes, we've got we've had future Marvel vs. Capcom games, and I know we can go into this later. But so since Disney took over, they've basically said any Marvel games going Marvel vs. Capcom games going forward are just going to be based on the MCU. And I was like, uh, get fucked, get fucked. Yeah, I'm glad you have the same opinion. I was like, fuck, that's shit. Like there was no MCU back then, and we had a great time with it. Go to the yeah, comics. Did. Use the fucking comics, man. Like, look, eventually this MCU shit's going to fucking die. It just is. It will. I, get I, think to, like, I love it, but it will right get now. to a stage where it will finish. It has to. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's starting to starting to slowly die right now. Anyway, I think it's been on a downward slope since in in was it uh, Infinity War? They should have finished it then. I reckon. Well, at least gave it a bigger break. But yeah, uh, you, you got to go to the comics. Is where everything is and. Even, like, when you look at this version of the game, the, the first one, yeah, it really heavily borrows from the cartoon show. But it, in reality, it's it's kind of borrowing from what the cartoon show thought of the comics of that time. That was the comics in the 90s. It was almost yeah. ripped right out of those pages. In 100%. fact, it wasn't too distant from the characters you could select in Konami's beat-em-up that was released a few years earlier. Yeah. It, it, it's just you drawed from its source, which was so good. But mm-hmm. I just think you look at the Marvelous Capcom series as it's gone forward, you know, with Infinite. Was that, yeah, Infinite? It was dreadful. It's like, fuck, this game's shite. Yeah, no, And that it. was based on the, M- on the MCU. 
And I just want to have an old school fighting game like this. I just wish someone had the balls to say, right, we're going to make an old school 2D fighting game like this and see what happens. We're not going to make it 3D. I just want to see it 2D. It's like um, Capcom versus SNK. Like we were talking about this on our, when we did that episode, Raging Demon. I was mm. like, well, what if they did Capcom vs. SNK3 and it was just like a 2D one? How good would that be? It won't be, but I'd love to see it. Oh, dude. I want I want Arc System Works to do the next Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, oh God, that would be incredible. Oh, that gets me a bit horny. <laughs> Like they they make gorgeous looking games. I was talking about that animation, and I I say I still do prefer the old style, but give it to me an Arc System Works style, and I think I I think I can I can I can accept it. I think I would love it a lot. I would die happy. Well, look what they did with Dragon Ball. Look what they did with Guilty Gear. They are two of the best looking games out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, just th- just do that. Do that for Capcom. Do, do that for, for X Men. Dragon Ball looks like it's just come out of an anime. Like, I mean, it as looks... it should by now, right? Pardon? So, as it should by now. Well, yeah, as it should. It's got to the stage where we graphics are that good now. And it should. And Guilty Gear is just a beautiful game, although very hard to get hold of, as I'm finding. I'm trying to get look at my local shops. It's like, oh, I might get into Guilty Gear. Nowhere sells it. I'm like, eh. Okay, <laughs> I'll just spend my money on Mario then. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think I'd rather play Mario than Guilty Gear anyway. I'm not a big fighting game person now, but you know what could pull me back is a good version of X-Men vs. Street Fighter by Arc System Works. Just as to oh, say, thought, hey, uh, come I, back and try I thought this. You about to, I thought you were about to say Arc System Works on the Sega Saturn, and I would have ended the call. I'm like, fuck. I mean, there's still time for me to say that. There, there is. There is. Did you ever know about this game there were infinite combos? Like, there were characters broken that they could do an infinite combo? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Magneto has to be one. Has to be one. Gam- Magneto and Storm. Gambit was one. Of, I think my, I can't remember that Gambit was definitely one of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes um, sense because Gambit, Gambit's a cheap little bastard too, which is why I use Gambit because you can't see his projectiles. And Storm. So okay, so Capcom tried. To, this is the ver- they released three versions of the game. Storm had one, which mm-hmm. was one. Cyclops had Wolverine, Drill Claw. Where's the? There was definitely one with, and they couldn't get rid of it. I don't think they, which is so good. I was like, that's just incredible. But oh, multiple versions. Oh, do you know what though? I would, I would own. I'm gonna own this. I would, if someone said, "Do you want to buy the Sega Saturn version just so you could put it on my wall?" Yes, because that is a kick-ass front cover. That's what you can have. You can, that's Go what you can it. take from this. Go get it then, and, and get a Saturn too. <laughs> just get the satin. I wonder how. I wonder how much that's gonna cost. Hang on. Oh shit! I think it's like a hundred bucks now. Cost. Woo! 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 eBay. eBay. Two hundred and four dollars, brand new. And that's American uh, that's, as well. Shit. I guess that's in Australia because right now I'm looking at something that says that it's uh, that's only about seventy bucks. Oh, so I'm, I'm looking at, I've got open books, but open books, open box, $73. Yeah, there you go. There you uh, go, $73, open box, right there. Someone's charging, it. someone's charging on eBay, 150 bucks for the PlayStation version. Yeah, and they can, they can try and go get that then, because, uh, They can suck a dick. Yes. That, that's appalling. 
I hope I hope nobody buys that fucking wankers. Oh <laughs> god, eBay. I've never bought off. I've bought off eBay for years. But you know what? I think you could play this game now, as we said, and it would still hold up. And it's, it does. 100%. I've been playing it on Fightcade. It holds up still. Yeah, it's a wonderful game. And if you like 2D fighting games, this is definitely a game that you need to go back and give a shot. And I think the the lower amount of characters will make it more accessible and uh, easier to just find a character you like and get really good with. Yeah, no, I, I, do you know what? I definitely agree with that because you, more characters doesn't necessarily always mean better. I think for a lot of people, it could mean... I think if you're new to a series, yeah, you want le- less characters. If you're into the series more, you want more characters. I think that's the best way of putting it because I think it can become a bit overwhelming. Whereas I'm like playing um, Street Fighter and Tekken, I'm like, just give me more characters. The more, the better. I want to see a huge roster. But to begin with, yeah, I'd be like, please give me tiny roster. <laughs> After time, yeah, sometimes it just gets too big. And you're like, okay, I need to reset. I need to reset. Yeah. This is a perfect game to do that. Yeah, definitely. And as I said, yeah, you can still play this, not on a Saturn, but play it on another console, and it will still hold up, and you would still have a good time. The soundtrack's awesome, the graphics are amazing, the sprites are amazing. I, I would love to say we're going to get another one of these S games. I don't think we will, um, unless Disney decides to not be knobs. Um, they're always yeah, knobs. I, Fuck them. They're always going to be knobs. I think, yeah. I think 2D gaming has a place, if you know what you're doing, and I just would love to see like another Street Fighter Alpha 4 something of that nature but i just don't think it's gonna happen so i think you've got to basically put up with what we've got and just enjoy it agreed and if so have you got any more to go through about this game no man i think i'm good but i'm just gonna kind of just really quickly repeat a lot of what i've already said if you haven't played this game and you like fighting games go back and play it it's fast and fluid the controls are almost perfect uh getting combos off is is seamless Getting special moves off is seamless. It's just so yeah. much fun. It's frantic. And if you don't want to be overwhelmed by what everything that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 has to offer, this is probably the best starting point you could get. It's my favorite Agreed. game in the Versus series, even though I can... Sorry. Even though I can admit it's not the best, uh, because Marvel vs. Capcom 2 technically is better, but I, I love this game with all my heart. Oh, so do I. I love this as well. But So, so if you had to score out of 10, what are you giving it? A solid nine. Solid nine. Yeah, do you know what? I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm going to give it a nine because I think every the, the way they all play is very similar. It just builds on it. So I'm going to, give, I'm going to agree with it. I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> so painless. So pain. No no arguing. Yeah, there we go. Nine out of ten. We'll Easiest say- nine I've given. Yep. Once again, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much for your time. And as always, I wish you all the best. Thanks for having me, Danny. It's always a great time being on your show. Thank you. Cheers. And that was episode 70 of X-Men vs. Street Fighter. I hope you all had fun talking about that lovely arcade game. As I said, thank you very much to all for listening. Thank you so much again for Chris for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Next week, I said, is going to be huge. The announcement will be made tomorrow. I really hope it's going to happen. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous at the same time. But I'll see you all next week for hopefully what episode 71 could be the biggest show we ever do. Until then, I'll see you all next week. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.